Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's winter and I'm back in Rosie May's fabulous gardens near Slane in County Mead. And I just think of when I arrived here springtime first and I look around me today after the blinking weather we've had <laughs> with wind and rain and the leaves are everywhere and it's totally different. But I've been here spring, summer, autumn and now it's winter time. Thanks for inviting me back. You're very welcome. I actually was looking forward to having you here today because it's very easy to have colour in actually in spring, summer and, and autumn. But now that we're moving into winter and um, right where we're standing is actually a really good spot to kind of take a kind of a 360 view, if you like, of the garden. And you see, there is still colour. Funny because we don't think of green as a colour, but green is definitely a colour. But if you look this way, you'll see the white of the silver birch. The leaves have fallen, but the white trunks are now standing out. That's a Canadian maple, which is just turning the most beautiful shades mm. of oranges and reds and kind of just go completely around here. The, the leaves of the hydrangeas have all turned red with and the lovely reds of cornice. The hostas have got yellow leaves, which I actually quite like. And then going completely full circle, we've got evergreens in the shapes of yews and they're not, they make a nice upright. And then the cops of silver birch on the way here in just, you know, when you come in the drive. Remember last uh, February yes. and it was underplanted with snowdrops. You didn't even see the trees, no. but now the trees are the focus. Yes, it's so yeah. interesting and yeah. it just shows you the life of a garden changing from season to season. So yeah. as we make our way down here, we're heading towards the courtyard first today, which is a little bit different to my our normal route around the garden. It is, and it's because I want to show you this wonderful maple and also to show you that the tree ferns are still looking magnificent and in fact unless we get a really bad frost I will just be leaving them as they are. Now I keep an eye on the forecast over the winter and they are good to about minus five minus seven for a short period of time but because a lot of people lost them in 2010 I keep horticultural fleece on hand or a bit of straw or sometimes I even chop up the actual fronds and the bit to protect is do you see this bit here in the middle so if you look into the middle, in fact, it's already protected with a lot of uh, leaves. Sea leaves. Yes. And all you're trying to do is just keep any of the frost away from that's next year's fronds will emerge from there. Yeah. So I just, but aren't they beautiful? They're and, fabulous. You know, They're yeah. absolutely magnificent. When you think about it, November, look at them. They're wonderful. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And you'll just see there's a lovely, uh, a different type of a fern here. And then those two there in the, in the pots, that's lime moss or Irish moss. And there's a few more different varieties here. Mm. I, I, I keep trying to buy the, the lime moss, but sometimes it's not as advertised, mm. but it doesn't matter. It's lovely. It's nice underplanting. Yeah. And you can just see all the leaves have 
um, not they're not all down, but most of them are down. There's still a few clinging to the trees, mm. um, but lots and lots of colour still in the form of leaves. Look over here. Look yeah. at that for a burst of. I can only describe it as red. It is. Uh, Japanese maples are fantastic at this time of the year. Well, they're fantastic actually for three seasons. A spring, they colour up. Then sometimes they kind of go, they kind of fade into the background sometimes in the summer, um, unless they actually have a, a purple leaf. Mm. Beautiful autumn colour, beautiful spring colour, and then green in the, in the summer. But as you will see, as we walk around, lots and lots of maples. Great stuff. Ah, oh, it's lovely here and it just does show you the colours. Look at that as we pass here, lovely yellow yeah. there, a silver on the leaf there. Look at the hydrangea, look at yeah. the colour on that. Isn't that extraordinary? And that hydrangea has been blooming since early July and it's gone through a couple of different shades and I love that, that winter look, you know, that kind of, they almost dry mm. and I leave the heads on until early spring and you see the way the wind has actually gotten this so that's going to get a revamp in the spring. And to revamp an old hydrangea, what I do is I take a three-year approach. So next spring, I'll take out a third of all of the old stems. But because you're leaving two-thirds, you'll still have flowers. Whereas if I cut the whole lot, you won't have any blooms next mm. year. And then the following year, I'll cut out another third. And then the following year, another third. And then I'll have a new plant. Oh, what a, <laughs> what a wonderful system. And I just want to mention going by yeah. here, yeah. lovely little delicate flower on yeah. this here. Red tipped with, uh, yeah. red flower tipped with yellow and little purple yeah. eyes on the end of it. It's What's that? It's called a cigar plant. Isn't that funny? Cupia. It's like a burning cigar. <laughs> it's, it's cute lovely. little. And I want to say this to listeners. We pass a tree here and look, yeah. we're in November. And the leaves have just been shed, but look already, yeah. the buds for next year. Absolutely. And this, What is this? This is Cornus controversa variegata, and it's a dogwood. And you know the way along the motorways you see lots of different dogwoods, but this is a kind of a posh one. And it's absolutely fab. I love the way it grows in tears. Um, mm. Its kind of nickname is the wedding cake tree, because when it's in full leaf it looks yeah. like a, the tears of a wedding cake yes, if you like yes. but look at all the buds for next oh, year already for next year already yeah, there you super. are it never stops the no. wheel keeps turning <laughs> in the garden yes. and I notice our friends up in the trees they're still here their nests are clinging on the crows I'm talking yes, about absolutely well they're gone out for the day yeah. but they'll be back they'll be back to, to terrorise us uh, there's more maples there just now these are more um, obviously we've got a few purples yellow at the moment is the, is yeah. the predominant colour just as I say leaves we're actually very late to change this year and I think it's because the trees were a bit confused we've had mild wet weather so they basically didn't they just didn't color up as quickly and what I'm hoping doesn't happen is that if we get a sudden frost the leaves will drop green you know they won't have changed yeah. because really you know for early November sometimes the le half the leaves are gone anyway mm. see that one there yeah see the top Yes. It's still green. I see that. Strange? The yellow is moving from the base yes. up to the top. Yes. Is that a maple as well? Uh, that's a maple yeah, as well. That's lovely. a lovely one. That's yeah, um, beautiful. Yeah, that's a lovely one. That's Katsura. And then this one in the middle is amazing. That's just absolutely vibrant, bright mm. yellow. And it's the lion's head maple. And it's really very, most unusual. Okay, let's move up uh, by the back of the house. And you still have a, a purple colour here in yeah. the beds, clinging on a little bit of orange there as well. Yeah. So who says a garden doesn't throw colour in November. Yeah, and it really, it's all down to the weather. I mean, you do have flowers that will, I mean, I'm I'm particularly interested in getting flowers that will give us a bit of autumn colour and that's why, to see the pink here, that's noreen and you'll see it more reflected up oh, there yes, in the middle Oh yes, up above, bed. yeah. Yeah, and they're grown from a bulb 
and um, literally they do nothing all year. They put on leaves and you think, oh gosh, what's that mess? And then the leaves die back and you're left with this gorgeous, uh, bright pink flower. But the good old uh, hardy geranium roseanne and then the catmint I had cut back and it's blooming again. Some of the roses are still in and then salvias, some lovely grasses there, mm. miscanthus. And then do you see another beautiful maple at oh, the back? Oh, yes. I was hope, hoping that would cling on to a few leaves just to show you. <laughs> oh, it has. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, called Moonfire. And that was a, a rescue from the sad bench about 12 years ago. Ah, well so. done. Well done. It's lovely. <laughs> and your birds are feeding like mad at the feeders here. You have some colony of blue tits there. Look at them. Absolutely. And it's funny, if I put out the Niger seed, all of a sudden, I don't know how they communicate, but all of a sudden, the goldfinches yes, arrive. Yes, they love it, it, don't they? It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Nature is simply wonderful. Up the steps we go, up the hill, up towards the upper part of the garden. Yeah, we'll come around this way. Yeah, fire ahead there. Um, Love this fella here. Look, Rosie, yeah. love it. Isn't it just beautiful? Isn't that fabulous? And I was going, mm. that and those, uh, it's mirrored up, up there. Up there, yeah. That is one of my favourite winter shrubs. It's Pittosporum Irene Patterson. And I love it. Again, a few died in 2010. Um, you know, they do hail from the southern hemisphere, so they'd be maybe slightly more tender mm. if we get that minus 15 or minus 18 that we, we had back then. But... It's evergreen or ever white, if you like. And you yeah. see, if you give it just a light clipping in the spring, then the new foliage is yes. this gorgeous white. As you go up along here as well, you can see the way, you know, the ravages of the rain and the winds yeah. that we've had. It does take its toll, doesn't it? It absolutely does. And mm. now I have to say the rain, because we're, we're also on a hill. You are. And there are things that have absolutely done brilliantly this year because we had so much rain. Mm. I mean, this time last year, that's a magnolia. And that obviously is a spring flowering, uh, you know, shrub, large shrub. And that was really looking very sad last year because you can see there's a hedge, there's big trees, um, even camellias. Like camellias are dependent. Their blooms actually are formed really for the next year they're formed over the summer and if they don't get adequate water and a bit of feeding they won't bloom next year and I think that's a big a big thing that people say oh gosh you know it was fabulous the first year but then the second year if it's just if it's too dry they just won't flower. Yeah. I see some blue hydrangea here do yes. I? Throwing out some lovely colour still. Yes. Still well they're new blooms you see yeah, and then the, fa the faded ones just here and I'm amused because I planted this this bed is definitely um, the local soil and they're all blue that was pink when I put it in and it's a couple of years ago now and it's it's gone blue so it's I'm delighted because other people are trying to get blue ones you know so <laughs> green you know. fingers yeah. that's the secret yeah. so it is we walk up the hill as you say this is dry even with all the rain the more you move up here you can see that yeah. the terrain is is quite different it is um it's hilly uh, lots of mature trees these must be 200 years old mm. probably the same age as the house and in a in a very dry summer these really suffer you know so we're out with our 600 liter cube of water trying to water it and saying why, why did i plant these again <laughs> but they've really really enjoyed the, the the rain a woodland type of a setting yes and you can see there's grasses uh, we're all about ferns we're all about like there's another tree fern again we're all about acers mm. and you can just see here there's two lovely tree ferns beautiful more of them up in and up here and then look at the acers do you see the color i see them and they're beautiful they are and that's they're uh, stunning and they're they're dotted lovely and in through the the greens as you see the green is a wonderful color but they really show don't they here 
they do. And what I like is a lot of yellows and oranges. Now this one at the back, which is when, when all the leaves fall off that, that's Acer Baihu. And Acer Baihu actually has beautiful yellow stems as well. So in the winter, when you come up here and it's all very stark, the yellow stems really kind of catch your attention. And then this beautiful, there's two here similar, yeah. and that's Acer Aconitifolium, which is a bit of a mouthful, but um, <laughs> see, I can remember some of them and I can't remember others, but anyway, that's okay. And um, look at the camellia there. I see it. Now look at all the buds on that. Oh, yes. Because that's very happy. And the one to the left of the, the beautiful stone there, yeah. I think that has buds on it too. That has never flowered apart from the first year I got it. Ah. So. We shall see when you, you know, you'll just have to come back next week. Fingers week. crossed. Oh, I will be back for sure. One thing I wanted to ask as we walk through the woodland here. Yeah. Do you get mushrooms? You know the way people talk about foraging for mushrooms in woodlands and that. I, I, do you ever see much, much in the way of, of uh, fungi here? That's so funny you ask that. Because uh, when I was walking around earlier, before your arrival, and picking up sticks so that we wouldn't trip you up, uh, <laughs> I actually spotted a few mushrooms over there. Ah. And I was like, oh, there's some. And we, we do get um, a good few. Now, I, I don't know enough about mushrooms, mm. and I always think that that's a, a warning people should take, you know, that just get it, expert advice on yes. if you're going to forage. But um, we do get um, the, a lot of the ink cap mushrooms. There, there are mushrooms over here. Look at them, aren't they beautiful? They're lovely and because of, see, all the wood, um, we kind of repurposed the wood when a tree fell down mm. over there and then Porik cut them into these big long lengths and then brought them up with the tractor. And there was, now they're, they're not out yet, but there's another wonderful fungus that grows here on the, the dead wood and it's called jelly ear fungus and it looks like a an ear made out of jelly it's fab <laughs> you know so they're lovely again. look at them all there look at the different yeah. shades of them there's yeah. loads yeah, of mushrooms there great to see them there you are I'm, that's uh, made my day to have a look at those okay, now we're down in. here at the beds which you've spoken to me about during the go on ahead yeah, there and uh, you have something to show me here these were vegetable beds that Rosie Mae told me grew lovely veg in their time and yeah. they've now been the home to flowers and more besides and if you were here yesterday, um, you would have seen uh, that this was all full of dahlias. The dahlias have all been cut. There's mulch put on top. Lots of bulbs here. So it starts off with the tulips, then alliums, and then I'm leaving the dahlias in the ground. But what I do is we put newspaper, mulch, and then any branches of, say, like even your old Christmas tree, or in fact, we just took out um, a kind of a lilandi thing that was getting very, mm. very, very overgrown so I've saved the branches and all you're trying to do is you could, or you could use slates or you could use anything just to put a layer between the dahlia tubers and the frost okay so that's just yeah, because you know. that's always the big debate do you lift them do you yeah. leave them in the ground anyway you're going to leave them is this rosehip it's actually rosa glauca uh, glauca meaning glaucus and I'm glad there's a few <laughs> tiny leaves hanging on you see the beautiful oh, blue yes. leaves so it's actually really almost not grown for its flowers. The flowers are beautiful, but they're quite insignificant. They're small, pale pink. Now, they are really pretty up close, but look at this. Look at the, look at the, the at display the berries. of berries. Those berries, I presume, they'll provide a lot of for our feathered friends. They will indeed. And in fact, really, I think the berries, or the, the rose hips, I should say, are still there because it hasn't been too frosty, mm. but they'll be all eaten up. In fact, I think they almost wait until they see they're kind of, some of them are going a bit mm. soft, mm. but aren't, isn't it just beautiful? It's magnificent. Yeah. It grows it to about two meters, good for the back of a, you could make a hedge out of it or good mm. for the back of a border. Mm. 
I just like them there with the Scots Oh, they're pine. lovely. So we're going to drop back down into there towards the lower part of the garden because we've been in the courtyard already, of course. Yeah. I'm really curious now yeah. because... With all the rain we've been having, yes, I'm on. I'm really curious to see the low the lowlands as we move from the highlands in your garden. Well, all I can say is I'm glad you're wearing wellies. <laughs> <laughs> Always have the wellies in the car. Well, that's a really good idea, um, because the lower part of the garden gets very soggy. I planted. Remember, I told you about the weeping willow. Yes. Now we planted that about. I think it's only in its third year. And it's already, oh my goodness, it's, it's, it's growing like wildfire. And I'm delighted because hopefully that'll mean it'll suck up some of that excess water. Yes, yeah. yes. So. It really has been unusually wet, isn't it, in a general sense? Yes, yeah. absolutely. And because, I say, we're on a hill as well, a lot of the, the water from our roof, it's kind of redirected as well. And I don't mind it too much because it's redirected down in the direction of plants that like water, like the hydrangeas. Yes. I just want to stop you here because... Okay. It's a lovely bit of autumn colour here. There is, for sure. So this here is, I love this this shrub. It's, it's, it's actually a cherry tree, but it's a dwarf cherry tree, which seems a bit funny because it's nine feet tall. But it's Prunus kojonomai and gorgeous in spring, covered in little tiny, tiny, pale, pale pink flowers. It's kind of got wiry stems in the winter, but then it goes this gorgeous orange colour in the autumn. Oh, it's beautiful. Isn't it beautiful? It is beautiful. And then autumn beyond that, you have the contrast of the, the light variegated again. Absolutely. And beyond that... The yellow. Oh, isn't my lovely? God, isn't that just beautiful? Yeah. What colour? What colour? That is a gorgeous yellow. It's um, That, I believe, is a Norwegian... I think it's the Norwegian maple, yeah, because I have the Canadian maple over there, which is red, and this is the Norwegian one. Would you believe I was on the Shannon on a weekend on the boat, and I managed to get that tree into the car coming home in Carrick and Shannon? There was, I saw it on the side of a road, and it was the back of it was sticking out the the, the window of the car. And my long-suffering husband was going, "You could go anywhere and get a plant." <laughs> and that's more of the Pittosporum Irene yes, Patterson, that we loved that. which yes. really is lovely. Yeah. And look at your pond, the pond. lily pads. Yeah. Uh, there's plenty of of uh, green on the surface, but full to the brim with water full to the brim and in fact you can see where I had to release some of the water mm. there into the wet ditch mm. and if you just come down here I was hoping that this would keep its leaves as well do you see down here oh yes yellow? And yes and actually, we, we were walking actually by uh, just to describe for less is more by some more lovely hydrangea who are holding their these are the pink ones this yes. time are holding yeah. their flowers yeah. but this lovely delicate specimen down here we're walking okay. down towards it now what is it it's a lime. It's called Tilda. I saw this when I was in France and it was a hugely mature one. And I said, now we do have lime trees around. Mm. But anyway, I managed to source this one and I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep it that it grows that way mm. and not out into the lane. Mm. But what I love is, look at the, see the lovely, the red tips. Oh yes. Isn't it lovely? And yes. then, so the new growth has all these little, little red you see them there buds. yeah you can yeah. just see them there and they're beautiful and then doesn't do much during the year but absolutely beautiful um in the autumn and i wanted to show you this as well that is do you remember when we were in the courtyard there was fatsia yep and this is a fabulous winter plant now it does need a bit of shelter but that's fatsia uh, spider's web and it's just got this lovely variegated leaf 
it's much slower, I find, than the other fatsia, but it's just it's well worth it for a dark corner in mm. your garden. Um, now, if it was very, very frosty, I would I would probably cover it up. I mean, it survived last winter, mm. but again, you know, it's just because we had that awful winter in 2010, yeah. us gardeners are all going, oh, well, you know, you have to be careful for the once in a lifetime event. <laughs> we don't want that sharp frost. That's yeah. the message. Keep us away from this. Oh, come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. What's this? That is Alstroemeria Indian summer and it's been blooming since June. I have a pink uh, version of Alstroemeria as well, Peruvian lily and the great thing about this is that when it's, it, it's got a great vase life as well if you, if you bring it in as a cut flower mm. but if you're going to cut it don't cut it if that makes any sense so you see what I'm doing here so just grab it and pull it from the base yes. so what that does is it stimulates new growth from the, the roots whereas if you cut it it just kind of okay. dies off so I've been pulling these for months and it just keeps coming back they're lovely oh they're so nice they really are they're, they're gorgeous my god it just shows you doesn't it what a garden can bring no matter what time of the year it is just before we finish we're back yeah. in the lowest part of the garden yeah, and well. the wellies are sinking they yeah, sure as hell are anyway before we finish last look what are we here this is the canadian maple and uh, i always have i have a few little samples of how not to garden in my garden and this is planted way too close to the silver birch but sure it doesn't matter they're mm. battling it out it's a fine tree I can't believe the height of it in just 10 years. Magnificent. <laughs> but isn't it beautiful? And look, look at the red. leaves. I mean, the shades. There yeah. are 40 shades of green and, and gold and yellow and orange on, on and, every yeah. leaf. Yeah, and then it'll, it'll all eventually go this... Look at this beautiful red here yeah. on the tips. And uh, it's, a, it's a stunner of a, of a, of oh, a tree. And then just up there, there's another one that's... I mean, they're the two oak trees. But there's another one which is very worthy of a mention. It's liquid amber and or American American gum tree and there's various different types but I, I have the room for the the large one which colors the best does best in full sun you can get one called slender silhouette so for a smaller garden but it probably doesn't color just as well and then again you'll see the silver birch are repeated there's three here four there and then there's 30 up there so that's a kind of a theme in this garden. My oh <laughs> my, <Birch. laughs> it's been great. Listen, thank you for inviting me back November time to the garden. It is winter, but there's lots going on here. You have a wonderful place and it's a joy at any time of the year to come along. I think I'll give you one more call. Could I do a Christmas call? Would that be all right? Absolutely. Just to have one last look before the year turns all together. Yes, absolutely. But I've enjoyed every minute I've been here with you. You are so lucky and you're so wonderful. You can see all the time and dedication you put into this place. And by God, has it yielded dividends. Anyway, November with Rosie May in the garden. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. And for me too. I do hope you come back. I will. That's for sure. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com.